Good morning and welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Israel and it is my honor to encourage on this Monday morning Father's House family. We are in week three of our New Year devotion series called Behold. And the reason why we call this series Behold is because the word Behold is found 1,298 times in the Bible, in the New King James Version, or the King James Version specifically. And it comes from a Greek word, the word behold, which is ido, which means to be sure to see. And we're unpacking this series called Behold because we're wanting to look at some specific things that God wants us to take hold of and to set our eyes to as we move into this new year. There is a psalm in Psalm chapter 65 that says, you crown the year with your glory. Now, usually churches read this verse at the end of years because it is sort of like a good way to end the year off. The Lord has crowned the year with his glory. But I actually always feel encouraged by scripture to start praising the Lord right here at the beginning of our years, that God will crown this year with his glory. It goes on to say that in the ways of the Lord, there is mercies and there is peace. Now, if we walk in the ways of the word of the Lord, or in some translations says in the stream of the Lord, we will find the goodness of God along the ways. But it actually requires us to behold that there is a stream flowing in the wastelands. We looked at that last week, Monday, from the prophecy in Isaiah chapter 42, that behold, do you not perceive it? Behold, I am doing a new thing. Streams of living water flowing in the wasteland. And as we're entering into this year, putting aside the disappointment of 2022, because I know for a lot of people, 2022 was a little bit like running a marathon. It just felt like it just wouldn't end. But here in 2023, we're not taking hold of hopelessness. We're not stepping into a place of hopelessness, but we're taking hold of the things of God and we're putting our eyes on the things of God to look ahead that this year, 2023, will be a year that the Lord will crown with his goodness. And so we almost preemptively need to start in a place of thanksgiving, praising God for the goodness that he's going to accomplish in our lives this year. Amen. I want us to look at a passage in Psalm chapter 33, verses 18 to 22. And I'm reading from the ESV translation. It says, Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon those who fear him, and those who hope in his steadfast love that he may deliver their soul from death and keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield, for our heart is glad in him because we trust in his holy name. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us even as we hope in you, O Lord. The passage says, behold, that's that same word, put set your eyes to, be attentive to what God is doing in the moment. The eyes of the Lord is on those who fear him. I remember I used to have a big struggle of the concept of fearing God because of the nature of my relationship with him. See, God has always been a very close, tender, loving father to me. So this idea that scripture instructs me to fear him was a concept that was foreign to me. I didn't fear him. I had reverence for him. I had a lot of respect for him. I understood he was God, but at the same time, he was my father. 
my Abba. The closest translation in English for the word Abba is actually daddy, not father, as is so often translated in our scriptures. And then I realized that in Luke chapter 4, Jesus is, says a passage. The passage, he says that you are to worship the Lord. And it's an interesting passage because if you look at the passage in Luke chapter 4, verse 8, you'll see that there's quotation marks. Jesus is busy quoting another passage in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 14, except the passage in Deuteronomy chapter 6 doesn't say worship the Lord. It says fear the Lord. And when I realized this, I realized that the fear of the Lord is simply our ability to worship God in spirit and in truth, in an absolute place of purity, to worship him as God and a place of reverence for him as God and a place of respect for him as God. And it doesn't diminish the closeness of the relationship that we experience with God, but we are to worship him because he is worthy of all worship. And so keeping that in mind, another translation of scripture, the Passion Translation, decided to translate this passage in Psalm chapter 33, slightly different, and that's the one I want to unpack with us today. So it says this, the eyes of the Lord are upon even the weakest worshipers who love him, those who wait in hope and expectation for the strong, steady love of God. God will deliver them from death, even the certain death of famine, with no one to help. The Lord alone is our radiant hope, and we trust in him with all our hearts. His wraparound presence will strengthen us as we trust. We rejoice with an uncontained joy that flows from the Lord. Let your love and steadfast kindness overshadow us continually, for we trust and wait upon you. I love the way that this message translation of the psalm words this. The psalms are usually quite good in the message translation. I enjoy reading the psalms in that particular translation. But it talks about those who wait in the Lord and with an expectation for the strong and steady love of God. It is sometimes difficult waiting. We romanticize hope. We understand that hope is a fruit of the Spirit. It is something that the Spirit kindles in us. It's something that we sit in hope for. And we've sometimes over-romanticized hope without the tension that hope comes with waiting. Because we don't like waiting. Our modern society isn't based around waiting. We have instant messaging. We've got instant meals, same-day delivery. You can order an Uber Eats meal right now and expect it within 40 minutes to be delivered at your home. We don't do well with waiting anymore, but scripture instructs us to wait on the Lord for his steadfast love will make a way. And so a lot of us will continue to face things this year. The fact that the calendar date has changed to the new year doesn't mean that our situations have necessarily changed. But I think sometimes it's good to draw a barrier line and say, actually, no, there's certain things that I'm going to leave behind in 2022. Certain ways of thinking, certain ways of acting, certain ways and certain expectations I had that was actually unhealthy for my own spiritual being. I'm going to leave there. And as I step into 2023, as we live out our walk with God in this year, we're going to choose to, with an expectation, wait on the goodness of the Lord. It says that the Lord alone is our radiant hope, and we trust in Him with all our hearts. And I love this part. 
His wraparound presence will strengthen us. You see, those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. His wraparound presence will come all around you, no matter what you're facing and going through. Just keep your eyes on him and let his eyes return to you. It's often spoken of in the Old Testament that God will shine his face upon you. It's even in the benediction prayer. And that word face in Hebrew is the same word for presence. Now, we don't always have a concept of what it means for the Lord to turn his face towards us. But we do understand that he's revealed himself to us as Emmanuel over this Christmas season, the God that is with us and that his presence is with us. And his presence isn't just with us. This Psalm says that his presence is wrapped around us. It talks about his wraparound presence. So whatever you're facing, become aware of his wraparound presence with you. And I believe that the greatest key to breakthrough in anything you can face this year is to recognize that the Lord is with you. If you need hope, the Lord is with you. If you need strength, the Lord is with you. If you need wisdom, the Lord is with you. Whatever you could ever need, he is right here. And we pray. Holy Spirit, thank you so much for your wrap around presence with us. Thank you that we get to hope on God, that we can expect the goodness of God. And that we know that this year will be crowned by your glory and that we will see your goodness in your streams. Will you give us the grace to walk according to the ways of God in the ways of God? And perhaps where we are failing to behold and perceive the new thing you are doing in the midst of a wilderness season of waiting. Will you help us to recognize your spirit at work? Show us what you're doing so we may partner with it, bless it, and walk it out. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.